This is Toastcaster, podcast for Toastmasters. Your host, Greg Gazin. Episode 64, videos, why your club needs them, with our guest, Joe McKay. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Toastcaster Podcast for Toastmasters. We have another special guest here today. Today on our show, we've got Joe McKay. He's a creative communications professional for Canada Post. He ran an award-winning video production company for 10 years, and right now he's currently looking for his next venture on the digital media landscape. He's also a former Toastmaster. In fact, that's how I originally met Joe. He did his competent communicator designation. He's also won multiple speech contests over his four years at Toastmasters. But equally important is Joe created our club video back in 2006. He put together a video for the new entrepreneur Toastmasters. Now, for those of you who can remember 2006, it's not as far back as the 60s, but 2006, video was probably still in its infancy stage. There wasn't a lot of video being used. We were starting to see a lot more people adopting high-speed internet, so there was more bandwidth available. Creating videos back then wasn't necessarily the easiest thing. Joe put together a promotional PR video for New Entrepreneurs Toastmasters, which is on the Toastcaster site. You can have a look at it. I believe it's our third episode. Way back, it was recorded in 2006. We posted, I believe, in 2007, and then we reposted the original video just a couple months back. So, Joe McKay, welcome to Toastcaster. Hi, Greg. Uh, Glad to be here. It's been 10 years since we did that video. Do you remember that far back? I do. I do. Uh, I remember being all nervous because I I didn't want to mess up, but uh, it certainly paid homage to the collaboration and the commitment of the club that you ran back then, (laughs) because we certainly didn't didn't have a problem getting people to volunteer. So I have fond memories of those days. In fact, if I can be more specific, you showed up with a camera one day and you said, we're going to shoot a video. (laughs) And I thought, whoa. (laughs) Well, hey, it's no different than table topics, right? You got to learn to think on your feet. So I put you guys through the test. That's exactly what it was. In fact, I still remember I was doing the storytelling, I think it was the storytelling manual. And I was working on, I think it was the folk tale. And I came in wearing a plaid shirt and suspenders. And I had grown my beard just for this particular presentation. So I was like, no, I can't. I don't have time to go back and clean myself up. But it worked out really well. It was one of those situations where it's just thinking on your feet, right? We just made, we made it work. And I think with video, one of the things that we can talk about later is just the importance of not getting too caught up in the technical aspects of it, that just dive right in, make the video, and then you got something to show. And certainly you did that day. And from what I can remember, your speech was actually very excellent. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, thanks. I can still remember it. I had to practice. It was a, I think it was a Vietnamese folktale. It was actually quite interesting and it, it had been translated. But nevertheless, today's show is not about me. It is about you and it's about video. And that's why I was hoping we could chat here today. The concept of a club having a video for themselves, I think is extremely important. Now, since you've done that video, Toastmasters in 2011 introduced their their new branding. They've also offered and they've supplied a lot of resources for clubs in terms of branding material. But of course, video is something that a club would have to put together themselves. So perhaps maybe start out with what are your thoughts on clubs having video? Video is high demand on the internet right now. 
bandwidth, like you mentioned, is no longer an issue, and it is the number one consumption choice for online users, period. Let's face it, text, it, it takes a lot of time to read text online. When you're reading a book in your room, hey, that's easy. But when you're online, you're looking for that spoon-fed media. You want to get stuff that's fast. And you know what? Video advertising works. Just look at the billions and billions. I think we're up into $800 billion a year that companies are now spending on video advertising. So it's rich. It's a rich environment for the senses, and it's very easy to digest from a user perspective. So I think if your club does not have video, it's something that you need to look at. And it's really not that hard to get started. All you need nowadays is you can even do it with an iPad for crying out loud. You don't necessarily need a $5,000 video camera, but something that is important is that you capture good audio. I think you can run a microphone into your iPad or your iPhone, or maybe you're lucky enough to have someone in your club that is a hobbyist and maybe they do have a real video camera. So to get started, you need just some basic equipment. You need a camera, you need a microphone and you got to get some willing participants. So you got to give the cow call out to the club and try and get some people who are quasi experts. Maybe you have someone that likes to be on camera talent. Maybe you have a, a guy that likes to sit behind the camera and, and capture the footage. Maybe you have an editor in the room until you ask and try and get people engaged in the idea of making a video. You're not going to know what the possibilities are. I think it's just a matter of coming up with a unique angle and, and we can talk about some of the different kinds of videos we can make, but having some kind of angle, you don't just want to stick a camera up and get someone talking and, and post the Toastmaster logo at the end and say, here, that's our video. You want to have some kind of little bit of an emotion and some engagement value to your video. And that's where you're going to capture people's attention and draw them into your video. And then the shelf life of your video is going to be that much longer. And I, I think that it's funny, you know, we talk about carbon footprint all the time and we never talk about our digital footprint. And that's our video. That's what video is. It, it's really a permanent stamp of our identity and who we are as a club. And, and that's the real power of video. And I, I think that, we really need to begin, if you haven't already explored that avenue, it's, very, it's still very cost-effective if you can get the right people involved in the project. So even before you hit the record button, you're going to need to sit down with your team, sit down with your group, or gather a team. And <clears throat> I believe this would fall under the vice president of public relations. What are some of the things that a club or a group would need to do before they hit that record button? Well, you, you need to think about the kind of video that you want to make. You may want to try a club profile. And in this instance, you would talk about who's in your club, what you do, what some of the roles are, when your club meets. Maybe your club has a vision statement or a quote that represents the club. And you want to share it. You want to tell people what your club is essentially all about in a club profile. Maybe you want to make a club promotional video. Maybe there's something very unique about your club. Maybe it's a, a cool location. Maybe you meet in the penthouse of a high-rise building, or <laughs> maybe one of your members is a, a local celebrity, and you have a really large group, and you're proud of the work that you've done, and you just want the exposure. You want to share that message. I've seen clubs use testimonial videos 
where you you ask your current members to talk about the club and some of the accomplishments of the club. Maybe you got some guy who wants to create a video blog. Maybe you want to showcase some of the member stories or presentations or even the winning speeches that have been done over the years. Uh, there's also interest stories. I've seen people create videos for folks that came to Canada and they didn't even know the language. And next thing you know, they're accomplished Toastmasters. What a great way to promote the interactivity of a group by saying, look, we had someone that couldn't even speak the language and now they have their DTM. And the video is really more than a static page. It's going to take you inside the club and see what's going on. So you just got to think about what it is that you want to share, you know, before you push that button, what information do you want to get out there? And it really starts with a good story because stories add depth. They add scope, they add context to the communication. And more importantly, it creates a vivid mental picture. Uh, and, and that's what makes it easy for people to remember your club. They'll say, oh, yeah, there was that guy who had this funny speech. And what was that? Oh, yeah, it was the Paragon Club, you know. And so once you got your content creation phase kind of complete and you got your members in line, that's when you're ready to set up a date and hit the record button. What you've described, it sounds like <laughs> you could literally do hundreds of different videos depending on the topic that you want to use. I'm thinking back to the video that we created, and I still remember the, the voice with the reverb in it saying, you've got something to say? Say it now. Everyone's got something to say. Say it proud. And I still remember that, and it just resonates. And see, that's the power of words, right? Words has a way of working themselves into the imagination. But when you combine that with the power of a live person and the audio, it just goes that much deeper inside of us and really hits home the message. And you're right, there's millions of different angles that you can take on this. But that's the beauty of, of video is that every club has their own unique identity. And, and video just really helps sew together that continuity and, and really creates a package of what your club is all about. M remember, you don't have to do just one video. You know, you may decide you want to do one quarterly or you want to do one every month. It, they don't have to be long. The, the best videos are two to three minutes tops. You want to keep them engaging. You don't want them rambling on. If it's a full speech and you want to tape it in your entirety, that's fine. That shows the real world and there's nothing wrong with that. But if you're packaging up a, a tight little message, then, you know, if maybe your club doesn't have an editor. That's what I've heard in the past. Oh, our club doesn't have an editor. That's the hardest part. Maybe at the speech contest when three or four different clubs get together, you, you say that. You say, is anyone here interested in editing a video for our club? And you never know who's going to pop up. It could be even a guest that's not even a member of a club yet in the audience that said, hey, I've been looking for a way to get involved in Toastmasters. I'd love to edit a video for you. The magic begins from there on. Sounds like there's a few opportunities to do some projects in the Competent Leadership Manual. The first one that we did was primarily a promotion for the club. I believe it was two to three minutes. Someone was thinking about doing their first video. That sounds like, because we always need new members. So perhaps their first video might be a little bit of an advertisement or a little bit of an introduction to the club. I know you, you talked generally about a lot of different pieces of content, but let's just say they wanted to put together, let's say, two to three minute video, 
for the club? What are some of the ba- what's some of the basic information that they would need, and what are some of the basic things that they would need to do? You, you want to look at the the membership that you want to attract. Like if you're a new entrepreneurs club, you you want to find people that are willing to start businesses. If you're looking uh, at at a downtown business club and you're looking to get people in suits and ties every day at lunch, then you target your message that way. I think the key things you want to give is the the who, what, when, where, and why. Who are we as a club? You know, give the name, give the address, give the meeting time. Those are some of the first things. People want to know, can I even make this club work in my lifestyle? When do they get together? The second thing you want to talk about is is the whole idea that it's a supportive environment. You want people to realize that we're not going to shove you out in front of a crowd and scare the daylights out of you, and then you're never going to want to come back. So you want to say maybe that you start with one manual and you work on your first 10 speeches and give them just a little bit of direction in that video about what they might be doing at the club. Maybe mention some of the roles that are at the club. Maybe someone wants to be the vice president. Maybe someone wants to be the treasurer. Maybe someone wants to work in public relations. I think what you're really trying to do is entice them to the opportunities that are available to them through Toastmasters and perhaps detailed elements about, you know, when you meet, how many members are in the club, where the parking is, all those sorts of things. They're important, but maybe they come secondary to really the key messages that you want to get out there. And I think that's very important. You need to sit down and think about those key messages because you may get up to shoot a video, you have your team together, you set aside some time and you start rolling the film. But at the end, when you edited it, you realize you didn't really hit the key messages that you want. And I think those key messages need to focus on the type of people that you want to draw to the club, the rewards that those people are going to get from attending a weekly meeting, put them at ease about what your club has to offer so that it doesn't feel like, oh no, I'm going back to school. This is going to be stressful. You want to make it feel like it's going to be a fun, engaging time with people that are in the community and the benefits. I think we shared that in our original video. We talked about the benefits. You also need to try and get more than one person to speak to it. If, if just one person is in the video, we don't necessarily get a sense of the unique characteristics that different people bring to the table. I think it's important that by showing other people are involved in the video that, wow, well, what is this club doing that's so right that everyone's willing to speak up? So engagement, coaching, that's what's going to be effective in that short little two to three minute promotional video. Yes, I remember you prompting us. I know I had a significant part of the dialogue. You had some dialogue in there, and I know that you also interviewed our president at the time, Calvin Ostrom, and our vice president, I believe, of membership, Kevin Oxner. And you not only, you encouraged us to share a little bit about what we would do at the club, but also some of the things that we learned and some of the things that we were able to to take from Toastmasters. Well, we're lucky because we're communicators, right? That's why we're there. People that want to learn about football, they go join a football club, but we're interested in communicating. So it's not like pulling teeth for us to want to be engaged and to want to tell our stories. 
We're already kind of that way. We just need to be encouraged. We need to be coaxed out of our little turtle shell and say, hey, we can do this. And, and I think we do that. That's what we do when we're in the group environment. One of my favorite memories of Toastmasters is the feedback that we would always get on our speeches because it just made you feel good. Even if you didn't have a great speech and you blundered it to bits, you still walked away that night feeling like you accomplished something. I think that's important to share some of those success, success stories in a video because let's face it, we're there to grow as people. That's why we're there. We're there to grow. We're there to learn. We're there to become engaged with communication. That's what a video can do. It gets people working as a team and sharing their strengths, sharing their weaknesses. And, and we, it's like everyone pulling a giant boulder in the same direction. When you've got more people pulling the boulder, it pulls that much faster. And so you get a team together, you're going to make a video. Next thing you know, three, four weeks later, boom, you got a video, you upload your video, you can upload it on your social media, you can put it on, a, on your own club website. Some people make DVDs, little memory sticks and hand them out to guests. Other people will just show the video at their speech or a special events or club date night, whatever the special things that you guys do as a club. It's all about sharing that message. And personally, I always found it's a whole lot more fun to watch that video with them because then you're engaged in the excitement and they feel your passion for it. (laughs) And then, you know, maybe then they get more interested in wanting to check your club out because they're seeing how excited you are about the video and that just rubs off on them. Absolutely. I know when we did the first video, the focus back then, I think, was a little bit more in communication. And of course, now with Toastmasters' new tagline, that I believe that was in 2011, where leaders are made, there's also a lot of leadership opportunities as well. There is. There's one point I wanted to make. And really, when video started coming out, all the leaders in the organizations, it, it, it was them kind of about a visual experience. We were trying to create emotional stories and get people engaged. I found from what I've been working on lately and thinking about is there's been a shift. And this morphing is wanting to lead us more into meaning. Our culture wants to find meaning now in the media that we've created. We've uploaded trillions and trillions of files on the web now. The shock value is gone. Attention value is gone. What we're looking for, you know, besides all the silly little cat videos that are out there that we're looking (laughs) at to get a chuckle out of life, the videos that we actually click play and watch are offering us some kind of meaning into our lives. And that's what a great leader does. They're able to guide us and provide us with insights, right? Insights are, are, we're always looking for insights. And so I think there's this shift from entertaining and educating to providing meaning. And I think a good leader in a club finds a way to translate what he sees in a club into meaning. And then really that's what, that's, that creates wisdom. That's what a good leader does. He lays those breadcrumbs for other people in the club to gobble up and follow them. And that just makes for a rich learning environment and an environment where everyone just becomes that much wiser in the process. That sounds like it makes for a great high performance leadership project. (laughs) Hey, why not Greg? Creating video and creating meaning. (laughs) I also understand that video ranks fairly high on Google searches, so that's probably another good way for your club to be found. 
the beauty of video is that you can tag it up to, I don't know, if you want to, as many tag words and keywords as you want to tag your video, you type them all in. He made a video in Ontario, in a small town, you know, you just type in all these keywords, the, the small town, the video, the name of the club, and, and you can put in all these keywords. And so that if I'm online and I'm typing in these keywords, your video is going to be found that way. The tagging of the video and the search. I, I recently read something that search engine optimization on Google has all been geared to video tagging now. So this is something that it's so important that we tag our videos and people will find them naturally just via that technology. Oh, absolutely. In fact, we've had people come to the club saying, yeah, I saw your video and I'm thinking, we posted that in September of 2007. And I guess it maybe it was because it was so because it became so popular that I think we just uploaded the small flash file and it was a very, we decided that we weren't going to put the high definition or high resolution file in there. So that's why we reposted it recently. But I mean, that thing's been downloaded at least 20,000 times or more, not to mention how many people have actually hit upon it. I think it's a little bit of a, a gold mine that hasn't been explored with Toastmasters. I think we're just now starting to people see people diving into it. And, and maybe, like I said, you don't want to put out a video that is strictly informational based. There's lots of that out there about Toastmasters. What you want to do is put out some kind of creative angle about your club that is going to tweak someone's imagination and think, well, what is it about that club I like? It's, you know, they're doing things differently. They're doing something that is kind of in line with my values. I, I want to be more creative. I want to be more exciting in the workplace and, and bring more to, back to my employer. I think that videos are just starting to explore those avenues now. So there's tons of opportunity. If you're sitting there thinking, oh, we were going to make a video for a club, but everything's already out there. Uh-uh, no way. You get out there and you put something out there and you'll be amazed. You'll, you'll, you may top 50,000, 100,000 hits. Think about it. All the creative speeches people have done for Toastmasters in the past have been on stage. I don't ever remember giving a speech and having someone filming it. So there's lots of opportunities out there for now as we move forward in the latter part of this next part of these 10 years here. Get the camera out. Start playing around. Make it a toolbox. Make it fun. See what opportunities that you can create for your club. Sometimes you'd be amazed at someone who sees your video on the other side of the world and they start texting your club with the inspiration that you gave them all because you guys just didn't give up and you decided to try something new. I'm sure there's some clubs that are just getting started. So would it be fair to say that perhaps the first video could be the goal might be, or the vision might be, to get people to take action, perhaps make that phone call, click on an email, so that they can find their way to that club. You know, that's great, Greg, because a call to action is always effective if it's done in the right way, right? You don't want to just put up static text. Uh, the worst thing you can do, and I'll caution you, is to make one of these videos where you have a bunch of pictures that just fade from one picture to the next. And you have this dronious voice that just almost scares people away. <laughs> you you want to make it have a lighthearted feel about it. You want people to feel like that it's your club is inviting and not forcing something upon them. 
I think it's really important that you just use a bit of live video, use some live footage. You do not have to be a professional. This is not about being a professional. Try and mount the camera on a tripod or, or hold it, you know, lean against the wall if you have to, so that you can at least hold the iPad steady if you're going to shoot that way. But I think a, a call to action is a must at the end of your video. Put your contact information and use that first video as a, as a feedback. See what people are saying about it. Maybe they're going to say, you know what, that was a great first attempt, but it was too long. You know, you, lo- you had me for the first two minutes, but then you started talking about all these details that could be better expressed if you handed someone the manual once they signed up to your club, right? So don't scare them away. Don't scare them away with too much information. Right. Just give them a little more soul. Show them that pebble in your hand so that they're enticed by what your club might have to offer. And then, then let them take it on their own initiative to seek you out. And, and so important to have that website, have that email address, have the phone number. Give it all to them and they can watch the video over and over again if they miss it, right? So don't be afraid that, oh, if we just show it once, they're not going to get it. You can even pause videos and then copy it down. Joe McKay, that is sage advice. Well, thank you, Greg. Uh, (laughs) I I hope we're not done making videos. You're a very creative guy, and uh, I think video really is is a tool. You know, it's just a tool that allows us to take our communication skills and open up a new channel. You don't need $100,000 worth of equipment. You don't need a two-year degree in television production All you need is desire and drive and surround yourself with people that just want to create some excitement about the club. It's that easy. Well, Joe, it's been fantastic having you on the show. It was was actually a pleasure having you as part of the New Entrepreneurs Toastmasters Club. Maybe you can let the folks out there know where they can find you, where you're at, where they can find you, or how they can get a hold of you. Sure. You can visit my website at www.joemckay.ca. That's J-O-E-M-A-C-K-A-Y.ca. And my contact information is there. If you have any feedback or have a question that I might be able to answer for you, please go ahead, send me a note. Be happy to hear from you. Well, I hope everyone enjoyed our little chat with Joe McKay. We're fortunate here at Toastcaster that we interview people from all around the world, and sometimes people are right here in our backyard, like Joe McKay. He's from St. Albert, Alberta, which is just outside of Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, where we are. And it's interesting because podcasting allows us to reach the world with audio all over the world. But sometimes it's nice to have an opportunity to find out what's happening in your local community or if you're going to be visiting places or traveling to visit other communities where podcasts are happening. In fact, there is a brand new blog and podcast put on by Karen Unland. It's called Seen and Heard in Edmonton or seenandheardyeg.com. It's both a blog and a podcast, and her idea was to let people know what's happening in the local community in terms of blogs, and podcasts. In fact, there's also a monthly meetup group called the Edmonton Podcasting Meetup, which I had an opportunity of going to earlier this month. So if you're interested, if you're around Edmonton or you're curious about Edmonton or you just want to find out about some incredible great bloggers and podcasters, check out seenandheardyeg.com. 
Once again, this is Greg Gazin. We appreciate you tuning in. We'd also appreciate it if you enjoyed the podcast to leave us some feedback on iTunes. And we'll see you next month. Thanks for tuning in. This episode was sponsored by Corey Outsmarts the Butterflies, a new book by Greg Gazin, geared to ages 8 to 80. Whether you want to improve your speaking skills or build your confidence, this short read is suitable for all ages. It's available at outsmartingthebutterflies.com.